0: Hi, I'm Dr. Drew and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. And welcome to another Dr. Drew After Dark. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Thank you for sending in uh, all those voice messages at 818-253-1693 and of course those great emails at Dr. at gmail.com. We so appreciate being part of the Your Mom's House family and that you uh, have embraced this particular podcast. We appreciate it. And don't forget the merch. You can get it at slash Tom Segura. My merch is there as well as all the, the Your Mom's House stuff. Um, we've got a lot to get into today, today, so let's get right into it. We have, of course, Kalila Kuhn. Welcome. Thanks. Yes. She- Thanks oh, for listen, having they're me. applauding. I haven't seen you in over maybe a year. Was it a year ago? No, it wasn't that long ago. I think it
1: was. I it probably at most four months.
0: Uh, guys, look that up at the Tiger. That Belly sounds right. <laughs> four months ago.
1: Yeah, because it's very emblazed in my memory.
0: Tiger, Bell, Tiger Belly. Tiger is the podcast. The Tiger dot com. Yeah. Right. Uh, you and Bobby Lee, of course. Look, look it up. Well, here it comes. Uh, when was that? 186. Does it have a date on that? March, March March twenty first, twenty nineteen. So March, yeah. So March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. It's like seven months. So I I was thinking it was closer to a year. So I need to come back. Yes. Uh, I was actually moved by that experience. And if you remember, Bobby started crying. Oh right. Did he follow up like he told me? Oh.
1: But but that's that's who that's who he is, right? I
0: know that, and that's what needs to change.
1: He's very, um, I, I commend him for being so open and so giving off of who he is. Honest. Super but, honest. But what do you? What happens when it's all honesty but no application?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all sizzle and no steak is what you're saying.
1: Right. So that's kind of, it's a little bit dangerous. That's where you can, come in. He gets praised a lot for being just so, just so giving open. of yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's because he gets a lot of praise for that, that he doesn't actually need to follow through with...
0: Uh, he does, though. He needs to follow he does, through. He does, he does. Yeah, I, I'm sort of disturbed that he didn't. I must give him endless shit about that.
1: If you can't do it, what makes you think I can? No, you can't. I can't move mountains no, as like you're, that. No, as
0: the partner, romantic partners cannot get involved in changing the other person. Right. You can cheerlead it, but you can't right. get involved with it. I can get involved with it. And, and I know I know his deal. I know it vividly. Yeah. He, and he know he knows I got his number. He's got to call. I think he's afraid that guy's dead. I was he was going to call his original sponsor as a guy, right, right, old old recovering dude that um, was very spiritual and very meaningful, yeah, to, to Bobby. And I, he did sort of whisper that, oh, maybe he's dead, and that, that made him feel. I, I felt that, yeah. And I think he's still afraid of that. So, like any good addict, if there's something that makes him anxious, well, fuck that. I'm not going there, right. And so mm, we'll see. I got to <laughs> talk to him soon about that. God damn it. Well, let's talk about you. So okay, where yeah. would you grow up?
1: I grew up in the Philippines mm. and I didn't come here until I was 15 mm. which is why this whole experience is actually at the very top of my life existence. Like I when I came from the Philippines everything was a culture shock. I didn't know how high school kids talked about sex. I didn't know that girls you know shave their leg and there's so many things I was unaware of. So listening to you growing up was such a big part of how I got to know America, really. Weird. This is
0: how Jimmy O Yang learned about America too. He he arrived here spoke only Chinese. Oh, really? And he, he got no help from his parents and went into school not speaking English. Was that you too? No, I spoke yeah. English. Yeah.
1: And um but my father was uh very he was an older guy. He was born in nineteen twenty four. And my mom was a very young Filipina. And so is he, I got is he a white guy? Is he he was Caucasian? a white guy. He was um he traveled all over the world, somehow ended up in the Philippines on some um government something he works for the United States huh. some weird shit but um like CIA or yeah oh, yeah so wow. I worked in the government in that capacity and so he ended up in the in the Philippines and um he met my mom and um yeah he she birthed us my sister and I and we came to the Philippines and I was 15, uh, sorry to the U.S. when I was 15. Was that
0: always the plan or did they not know that they were going to come back here
1: um I think that was always a plan because my sister and I both swam for the Philippine national team And so eventually, there's a ceiling there for how far you can really go in sports. And I think ultimately he wanted us to swim collegiately here. Did you? Um, yeah, for a year, and it all kind of went out of control.
0: Care to explain? (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, I got a full scholarship to UNLV, and in short, they fucked me over.
0: Oh, they fucked you over.
1: They fucked me over. They fucked me over because um, they didn't go through, like you have like NC2A, like clearing house, like certain subjects that you have to hit. And they didn't didn't look into that before I actually signed my, for a full ride. Or at
0: least they didn't teach you what you needed to do.
1: Right, and I was just kind of a dumb 17 year old. I just really banked on swimming, being my ticket to just about anywhere. What was your event? I was a 200 Butterflyer. Wow. That's what I got recruited Crazy.
0: for. Crazy. Fantastic. Yeah. New Del I mean, it's great sports teams. They yeah, really it's do. a
1: division one school. Yeah. And my father was already at the end of his life at this time. Um, he was really just at the end of the road for him. Mm. And my mom was a very lost Filipina lady in America.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Where'd they live? What part of the country?
1: Um, we live. we grew up in Pasadena.
0: Did I know that? I no. okay, I knew Mm-mm. that. That's crazy. Where?
1: Yeah. well, you're up in Pasadena, but not the good part of Pasadena. Where? There's all kinds of places. Like, you know how... You're familiar with Pasadena. I live there now. Okay. So you know how in the early 2000s, like between 2000 and 2002, Woodbury and Raymond. It's nice now. But back in the day, that was where the ghetto bird it, it was, bird used it was to. where the
0: hood... It, it was the edge of the hood. Right. And And now it's... Like
1: Beautiful, gentrified, now. yeah, yeah, completely.
0: Yeah, it's still a night. It was a nice area, even though there was. I mean, there was like gangs up there. Yeah, yeah,
1: but that was um, we we rented a. I remember the rent too. It was only four hundred dollars to wow. live in this one bedroom apartment. My God, so a cockroach festa. There was mm-hmm. a KFC down the road that I was so excited about because they didn't serve rice. Because <laughs> the KFC in the Philippines served rice, wow. and I remember riding home thinking just America was the greatest thing because ever. Because no rice with the chicken? Because they served mashed potatoes. Yeah. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Potatoes. And I was so unaware. And gravy. Yeah, <laughs> and I was so unaware of... I was unaware that we lived where we lived, that it was actually not considered a good place. That's good. I thought I That's was good. living the big American life. Was
0: it, Was it an improvement over the Philippines?
1: No, but right. I was so enamored by the idea of just living in where everyone wants to go were you
0: a big consumer of american culture
1: um a little bit i i i will say i wasn't too keen on leaving the philippines because that's where i was you know my family was there i left a lot of pets back home
0: high school too yeah yeah that's who wants to leave your high school friends yeah Yeah. but
1: um did you go
0: to muir is that where you went no i went to blair blair
1: Blair's yeah, rough,
0: not not compared to some of the other ones, really. I mean,
1: but Mirror was actually not as rough as Blair. Blair, right? we got the bad kids, you know. We got Blair is Blair. I don't know how else to explain it.
0: It goes through ups and downs.
1: But I'm so thankful. My 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 parents tried to get me and lie um, using somebody else's address to go to La Canillada or La Santa. and they found out about it. Ooh. So I ended up having forced to go to Blair because that's where I was zoned. But I'm so thankful that I went there because I didn't grow up with, you know, any rich kids, yeah. and I like that. Yeah, yeah. I got so, you know, I, I, my high school was a bunch of quinceañeras. I became fully Mexican for four years. I was just so
0: appreciative of kind of. It used to be Blair. Used to be very African American, does not that mostly? Uh, yeah. Yeah, a- and and but a lot of Hispanic also.
1: Yeah, at that yeah. time, I think it was there were only five white kids in school, maybe six Asian kids, me being. Could they
0: identify again. you as uh, you were? You were white, probably. No, Mexican. Oh, Mexican. What <laughs> yeah. is Mexican? Okay, got it, got it.
1: And I loved being Mexican for four years. Did you learn Spanish? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So a it was it was a you know
0: any tough experiences through that
1: high school? Yeah, I mean I was a mess in high school. What happened? Yeah, everyone always says, "Oh, they had a." When I hear, I, I couldn't quite grapple with a lot of things in my life, and I think, um, high school was where it all dawned on me that things in my life weren't so great.
0: But but you were still swimming.
1: Yes, I was. Swim. That was my only saving grace. So you
0: had? Did you go down the royal thing? The down the. This, this olympic swim center down in the Arroyo.
1: um no we used to train at the pa- uh the pcc pool pcc Okay. Yeah.
0: and Pasadena city college and so you yeah. would you were so you had that you had that discipline you had that community right yeah. did that kind of keep you together a bit
1: some yes but it, uh, there were uh, pockets of time there where i wasn't swimming at all
0: so where were uh, and yet you got it together enough to get an ncaa scholarship that's crazy yeah
1: i i did and that was my senior year and it was a very small window of time three months where i was like okay get your shit together train mm. hard swim fast
0: and what was the shit show
1: the shit show was um my father um kind of slowly passing away mm. in front of me mm. and it was a long drawn out just, five years of that just aging aging he was an old guy how old
0: was he like late 80s or mm-hmm. mm.
1: yeah he died when he was 79 and that oh, was 2000
0: 70s. did he have some chronic was he a smoker
1: he had he wasn't any at that time yeah. but he had he was a smoker for 40 years. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Cuz
0: the die, die in your 70s as a man usually means smoking. Yeah.
1: but I was a super emo suicidal kid. That's what it came that's goth. Yeah. Uh not goth but just super emo full of very Christina dark poetry. Will like, <laughs>
0: Christina will like this, right? <laughs> Gentlemen? Right? Oh, it's, for sure. It's Christina peace thing. Was, yeah? yeah. Yeah. She she went full goth but I think she'd appreciate the emo stuff too.
1: Um if I was an emo chola. My my <laughs> if you can from, imagine that from the philippines <laughs> yeah from the philippines <laughs> that's hysterical
0: and and did you get in fights and that sort of thing or yes you... yeah did you hurt uh, anybody
1: yeah i think so i i and then i had a very very i i like i said i was so no one taught me about sex at all mm. so i had to figure a lot of stuff out on my own and how brutal high school kids can actually be mm. um you know the kids in school called i was i don't want to say this but um yeah it was basically the face queen of blair high school the face queen yeah i apparently and this wasn't true at all i i i remember giving one guy a puerto rican guy named gary one blowjob and all of a sudden it turned into me apparently giving the whole football team a blowjob is how it works yeah god damn gary yeah gary a puerto rican named gary very suspicious <laughs> I should have well, known I, better I,
0: I would think so what's wrong with your picker was <laughs> picker still was, we'll talk yeah. more about that yeah but okay and so and the do you are you haunted by some of the fights and what you might have done to people or? not
1: anymore no
0: not anymore what got you over it um time
1: i think just making light of it i think just talking about it so much that it became this silly memory i don't i don't. There's certain things in my life that carry over into my adulthood That w- that isn't one of them.
0: Like what do you mean? Give me a I example. soon
1: realized that um, a lot of the kids in my school who were just brutal and cruel to me didn't have a, they, they had rough lives themselves. They've been abused too. Totally. Or, or,
0: and your thing wasn't abuse, was it? You, you haven't told me about that. Was abuse. there emotional abuse or anything like that? In my family. F- against you, towards you.
1: Oh, hell yeah, I got my ass beat.
0: So physical abuse and emotional abuse.
1: Yeah, but I was able to come to terms with my mom's abuse very quickly because you know how in America, parents know, or at least when she was raising me in the 80s, over here, you know that you're not supposed to hit kids. Right. They tell you that. In the Philippines, it's encouraged. Yeah. And so I don't blame her for rearing me the best way she knew how. That's how she was raised. Not only
0: knew how, but the way it was encouraged. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And unless you were completely neglectful of your child, there is no organization out there or any type of like authority to rip the kid out of the parents, you know, out of their homes because they're getting abused. But I, I got my ass beat more. Wasn't spanked. My mom coined the term stomach belt.
0: So she she picked up a belt and hit you with it. Yeah, in, in the, the stomach. Would, it was. and she you, you with a belt endeavor? The buckle endeavor?
1: Um, not the buckle end, but she did make us kneel on salt. Like mm. rock salt. Kneel
0: on salt?
1: Yeah, like until it, over time, it it doesn't seem like a painful endeavor at first, but two hours in, you're like, oh, this shit kind of hurts. Mm. My kneecaps.
0: You still have scarring?
1: No, I don't.
0: I mean, that was a <laughs> gem.
1: And, and if you saw my mom, you'd be like, whoa. That is a scary, she is a very ripped and very strong woman, even to this day. She's 60 now and she has a 16 pack.
0: And what is she doing for a living?
1: She was a hospice nurse.
0: Mm. Maybe I knew her.
1: Maybe. Because
0: I did use a lot of hospice in Pasadena areas. Did she work for visiting nurse in Pasadena? Not
1: in Pasadena, she just uh, she went around LA. Wherever she was um, assigned to is where she drove to. Mm-hmm. But she is a very well sought, after hospice nurse she she beats kids but she's very nice to dying people would
0: her her patients die quickly something (laughs) some some fishy going on here
1: what happens why does that happen why do when your mom
0: shows up why do people die quickly is that the question
1: why is it that she was so just physical with us when we were growing up but she's just the most tender loving woman now even with my nieces and everybody around her
0: it's essentially it is identifying with the perpetrator when she was growing up, she identified with the person that abused her. Mm. And therefore, when you evoke that from her, those same behaviors and things, she becomes, she goes from victim to perpetrator. It's mm. the same coin for her. I and, and she starts thinking they need this. It's good for them, which is, which is traumatic delusion, essentially. Yeah. So, so we got to be careful with your kids not to do that.
1: You know, I, I, I can't even hurt a fly. I'm so the opposite. You will be surprised
0: how the kids can evoke weird stuff from you though.
1: Oh, I, I believe it actually yeah. cuz I kind, yeah. yeah. You're how, right.
0: How's your sister doing? My sister's good. Mm.
1: My sister is is good. I You know, you work for the lost the county jails for that long? Oh, is that what she does? Yeah, she's the head nurse of Van Nuys. So,
0: do you guys have to be that stereotypical? Everybody's a nurse except you. You <laughs> except broke me. it. You broke it.
1: I took a hard left turn for that exact same reason. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you almost went to nursing school, right? I went to nursing school. You did I go to nursing school. <laughs> I, I knew there was something about nursing for you, too. Yeah, yeah. I finished uh,
1: nursing school, and um, yeah, but I took a hard left turn when I met Bobby. And he was like, hey, you know there are other careers.
0: We'll talk about that in a minute, <laughs> the Bobby part. But um, that that's but that skill set, I bet, still is something you value having. N- I feel like it's fading a, a little bit. For you? Yeah. Yeah. But nursing is a, a wonderful skill. It's, 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 to, I don't think it's elevated enough, you know, what, what you guys, I mean, there's so many people making clinical claims out there in the yeah. world. Nursing actually knows what the hell's going on. You yeah. Know I mean, clinically, you guys have a good judgment. You've seen everything. Yeah. You've been, had your hands in it, literally. I really and, commend
1: nurses for that. I, oh I don't my think God. people realize, like, how, like, even for, let's say, you know, an ICU patient. How the doctor just basically does like a eight minute head to toe assessment. No, you're
0: like our medical student. Your eyes and ears yeah. there all the time, and 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 depending on how good you are, did you do a lot of ICU stuff?
1: Um, only during my um, like Well, I I
0: nothing. I did a lot of intensive care stuff, and I just loved having great nurses because I could I could give them. I knew they had good judgment. I could re- and they yeah. would just have to report to me. I just had to monitor what they were doing. Yeah. And if they got into trouble, they knew they could come to me for solutions and problem solving and stuff mm. like that. It's the best. I mean, nursing just—they know what they're doing, and uh, you know when I think about all the you know people with all kinds of s- clinical claims and yeah. degrees and stuff, it's, nursing needs to be much more at the head of the pack. Huh?
1: Yeah, and I really commend my sister for for she's not the head losing of the ca- her mind. County jail. Yeah, the Van Nuys. She's a head, She's the lead nurse there.
0: So it's n- the Van Nuys jail, not the. So is that a county jail?
1: Uh,
0: Must it's... be. Yeah, I think. You know, they were going to rebuild the county, at least the downtown one, and put a big psychiatric wing on it. Is there a psychiatric component? In her they
1: name? don't. They have to send them to Twin Towers, I
0: think. That's where they were going to build a new yeah. new unit. But they, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors don't think we need jails anymore. Oh, well. <laughs> I should get them to send them to talk to your sister. Was your sister beaten also?
1: She was, but not as much as me because she, by the time she was 12, she was five ten
0: and your mom's out tall out, i out, out.
1: Uh, my mom's five six mm-hmm. so i was a smaller i was the more um easy target
0: was she a swimmer also
1: my sister yes mm. one look at her shoulders you're like yep you've either done some powerlifting or
0: and did she uh get an ncaa scholarship yeah, she got a full ride to you and lv as well
1: oh my gosh yeah
0: how interesting
1: yeah we're uh, we're attached at the hip my sister I and i know. are so close and, and, and
0: how come you couldn't she couldn't have told you she's older She's older How come by a year. Have told you what to anticipate when you got there.
1: Everything went smoothly for her, and yeah, I expected but, the same for myself.
0: But maybe, she, maybe she, uh, it's weird that she didn't tell you what to watch out for. Or well, it
1: was of, a missing credit that I had that apparently I didn't have coming in from the Philippines mm. that basically derailed my entire collegiate swimming experience. Oh my god! It was one science credit. It was something that I we couldn't even that I could even make up for.
0: And then did you go do nursing somewhere else?
1: Um, yeah, Cal State Long Beach.
0: Got it and then bobby came along
1: how'd bobby that, came along. how'd that happen um we met on tinder
0: oh imagine mm-hmm. that
1: this is when tinder had only been on um on the market for three months maybe less you even. guys were it pioneers, yeah. pioneers. Mm-hmm. my first and only tinder date
0: oh interesting mm-hmm. not so for bobby though
1: no 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 he had burned some rubber on there
0: in three months
1: yeah he, he i remember on our first date he was showing me his tinder oh. dates
0: God, is he romantic. Yeah, look who I've matched with.
1: <laughs> and I remember thinking, okay, just go with it. She's okay, she's good, she's not good. But... Oh, you're
0: advising him? Yeah. Well That's crazy. And when did you decide that this was somebody you wanted to be close to?
1: It wasn't...
0: It, it wasn't immediate.
1: It wasn't... It was immediate in the sense that... And Bobby says it, says it better than I ever could, is that I feel, even upon meeting him for the first time, it's, it's as if we've known each other our whole lives. Mm. And the comfort that he could even show me his Tinder matches is a testament to what, what? how comfortable it felt it i i don't know it feels like I had met him before, and
0: yet that openness is part of what you're complaining about now
1: um no i don't I don't complain about his openness I complain uh about his Follow through. uh Follow through i don't think through. he's taking care of himself
0: mm. that's what I was noticing mm-hmm. and that's what you were championing when I was talking to him
1: right, and I just every day of my life I just worry and i'm not you know, I take good care of myself. I I'm pretty good with boundaries with Bobby. You go to Al Anon? What is that? Al Anon. I don't go to Al Anon. I should, but I um I just I don't know. I just I, I feel for him, but there's only so much I can do um yeah. Yeah. from yeah. my end.
0: Is there trouble, a Bruin?
1: In our relationship, probably. And I think that we, we could we could use an oil change. But- <laughs> What's happening? We've been together six years, and I'm not the same person as I was when I was 28 years old.
0: He was complaining about, if I remember right, there was like low libido or something when. when...
1: Um, not in low libido. He has a um, some type of porn erectile dysfunction. He watches a lot of porn.
0: So he he loses all his chi.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: So it's a porn addiction.
1: And he also uh, talks. I mean, sorry. He he takes a lot of a uh, Unisom because he so, he believes he's a small percentage of people that um feels a bigger climax when he takes a sleep aid like unisom.
0: What's tell me look up unisom, tell me what's in it or show me up here. Um and so he's able to so he so he's it's not libido.
1: It's not his libido. He has the libido. What is the problem? Um it's that he I think it's all the high def porn.
0: But but his libido is directed not towards you, it's directed towards the pornography. Yeah. But that's a libido problem.
1: Oh, that is a libido because problem. Because he's
0: expelling it all outside of his relationship.
1: Right. He's not nutting in my face. He's nutting on his phone screen.
0: <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Diphenhydramine. So it's um, it's essentially uh, Benadryl. It's Benadryl, yeah. And doxylamine. Uh, but it's really the I'm sure it's probably the, the and and some people do get a little more intensity and stuff. They actually have more delay too. As he also delay the orgasm. The um,
1: endrow? I don't know, but I I, I guess I. I can vouch for the fact that during if if he does take unison before sex he 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 looks like a person right before they die from tet- tetanus <laughs> 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 like his his back arch is a little um um like Emily Rose during a possession
0: <laughs> show me tetanus <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. I mean, do people die from tetanus anymore? Or is that
0: uh, No, no. They, they, everyone gets the, the vaccination, so it's very, very rare. But uh, I saw a case. Oh, many, really? Many, many, many years ago. And back then, all we do, we put them in a quiet room. Because any noise, and they'd become tetanic. Yeah. And that, that's what, just so you guys know, the tetanus, the part of tetanus, is the muscle spasm. Right. They get tetanic they get from this certain uh, organism. And uh, it can be devastating. It can be really bad.
1: Yeah, I remember doing a report on tetanus in the fourth grade and my dad helping me draw a picture because you couldn't just print it off the internet at that time. And
0: one day you know a boy named Bobby that looks just like <laughs> yeah, this when like, he orgasms.
1: This looks really familiar, what you're doing. <laughs> I feel like this is the drawing my dad drew in the fourth grade.
0: So so he's, he's good with things, so he doesn't want to change?
1: Yeah, he's good with things. I think that's partially my fault too. I think I've made his life very smooth sailing.
0: So you do a lot of enabling.
1: Um I enable uh, yes. I, I will say that I <sighs> I didn't think I was in the beginning. I thought I was just Helping. King making.
0: Ooh. So you were you were helping him progress, move forward. Career wise. You're being, yeah. you being a real supportive mate.
1: Right. I thought yeah. that, hey, there's certain things and certain habits that I could, you know that we could change to kind of like you know boost your career and i felt like that's what i was doing but i took it too far
0: did you know how talented he was when you first met him of course you, i had you knew him you know yes
1: i i i didn't know him i watched some mad tv but i didn't know him i didn't watch it enough to obsess about anyone on that show but there was this one time um maybe 2 years before we actually started dating i went to the comedy store and i remember it was an oscar it was, an, it was right before the Oscars and Chris Rock was um, hosting the Oscars. And he, Bobby followed Chris Rock at the Comedy Store and completely annihilated. Destroyed. Yeah. Destroyed.
0: And do you, do you like comedy? I love comedy. Yeah, and you do it.
1: I don't do comedy.
0: Uh, do, do you consider what you do with Tiger Belly comedy?
1: No, I, I feel very ancillary. I'm a setter-upper.
0: You're like a straight, straight guy. Yeah, yeah. A straight guy. That, yeah. That's comedy. Oh, I didn't it's, know it's, that. you have to kind of understand it. You're setting him up to be the to to hit the ball, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: I think that that also causes a little bit of a rift in our relationship because I feel like the only way to really um, to pull out all the best bits of Bobby during a podcast is to be a little bit antagonistic, and I I I don't like that part about myself.
0: You do seem nicer here than you did in the podcast. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I think I'm generally nicer. I, I, I agree,
0: but Bobby brings out the antagonistic part. And yeah, I kind of feel the same way around him, I gotta say.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like on my own podcast, I don't generally have nice things to say.
0: <laughs> about him.
1: Or anything. I, I'm kind of like this like angry. I come off to, to, at least when I hear myself, I'm like, why am I so, what am I so angry about? I think it's because I I like to pull those good bits from Bobby, and that's how I know to do it.
0: And so you said you saw something that you could do to elevate him? Yeah. What are you talking
1: about? Basic things like, hey, uh, you have an audition at 11 o'clock. Show (laughs) up. (laughs) Which is something... Pretty complicated. Wow, how'd you
0: see that? He just wasn't doing when we first met. Very insightful. That's incredible.
1: Uh, Yeah, just a little bit of structure, just a little bit of like a moral boost. Moral. So he
0: was getting depressed.
1: He was getting very depressed and I would drive with him to auditions just so if it went bad, he'd just have someone to process the whole experience with because he has audition fright. He is so anxious about just being in front of a room, which is so hard for me to fathom this because he performs in front of all these people every night. But yeah, that's how he feels. He hates auditioning.
0: Did you see the uh, Pavarotti uh, documentary Mm -mm. that Ron Howard did? The it was beautiful, and the only thing that surprised me, or the, I, there's a lot of stuff I didn't know about his personal life, but the, what surprised me was when talking to his daughters. They were being interviewed and saying how he was paralyzed with anxiety every performance, and and was convinced he was horrible. Yeah, convinced he was going to screw it up, and yeah. then when he was done, couldn't listen to any recordings because he convinced he was terrible.
1: That sounds exactly like Bobby.
0: God, that's so. Cr- think about that guy. Yeah, Pavarotti thinks he was. I mean, he was paralyzed with anxiety every performance, every opera.
1: I wonder who he idolizes. Like, who does he think sounds good?
0: I know who, it was uh, Caruso. Oh. Yeah, and he idolized him. Uh, but who knows, Caruso may have been just as paralyzed. It didn't seem, like, but who knows? So yeah. so you help Bobby, and does he, is he benefiting from that help? I mean, yeah. I'm wondering who helps you.
1: Um, I have a really good support group. Hmm and I have a really great family, and um, I go to them. The for, ones that used to beat you with a bell?
0: Yeah, those people. Okay, I yeah. see. Yeah. Well, your sister is a, is a yeah. source.
1: my sister. I and, just, she's the best person on earth, I think.
0: And, and do you feel good about the left turn away from nursing?
1: Um, yes and no. There's a part of me that always wishes that I had, it wasn't, I didn't want to become a nurse. I wanted to go to med school um and they yeah Easily. i think that i've gotten to the point now where i'm like okay i'm ready to go back to school
0: it's so what would you just do a two year post back kind of thing and...
1: um i don't know i i
0: they like they like nurses coming to medical school
1: i don't know if i want to go into medical school or something else but i do want to go back to school and um why not do medical school
0: because you get the get it you don't have to do a residency you can just get the training and yeah do something else it's it really is a rich and as a nurse it'll be relative i mean easier for you than than those of us that had never been on wards before instead yeah it's confusing
1: is is there something I I feel like I'm addicted I I'm more enamored with the idea of just getting as much information as I can putting it in my arsenal but not actually practicing
0: I get that I totally get that I, I think I've noticed they're more and more you're, you're technically a millennial right and mm. I've noticed millennials kind of think that way and I admire that actually because but I do think you have to remember a lot of a lot of what wisdom is, is applied knowledge. Yeah, that's true. You know, I think about your nursing, how different Correct. it was learning yeah. about it in the classroom versus going out there and seeing these totally, illnesses. Yeah. So it is a good idea to do, you know, a couple of years or something after medical school. Just to yeah. so get that, that, you know, that real wisdom going. Yeah. And now let's get back to the show. Speaking of wisdom, uh, I hope you'll share your wisdom on some of the clips we have. Okay. Go. Uh, shall we? You ready for this? Yes. You put All right. Uh, we And strangely enough, we have a Benadryl clip, do we not? Yeah, um, I was actually,
2: you know, uh, I do not know how long uh, Bobby's been on this Unisom thing, but uh,
0: you know, I thought it, maybe it was possible that he saw uh, this clip. So this is a guy that um, perhaps influenced Bobby's choice. So here he is. Before you have sex,
2: if you want to be horny for two or three hours like you've never been in your life, and you have access to marijuana, too. Good weed. Listen to me.
0: Is he, Does he think he's speaking with helium or something? Is that not his voice or is that nitrous? I, that's nitrous. Nitrous. Oh, okay. 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 I
2: was
1: going to say, I don't hear that. True
0: weed alone can get you really horny. Look at his or normal, eyes. Normal but Benadryl, eyes.
2: Take about 10, 12 Benadryl before you want to have your sexual fun with your
0: partner or whatever you do or <laughs> masturbate. All right? This is like the four-stroke guy. This is uh, ten or twelve Benadryl is going to actually give you a, an agitated psychosis. You can get you can get a anticholinergic delirium.
1: Yeah, I believe that.
0: You seen that? I've seen that before. They're wildly psychotic uh, sometimes. No,
1: I think I've seen that with Bobby. What? I I'm not because he doesn't just take the recommended dose. He takes so many, and I'm like, you're killing yourself. You're going to either have early onset dementia or some type of.
0: Anything funny happened to his eye movements when he's in that state?
1: You know, there was uh, a two weeks ago, I I gen- I was frightened because I thought he was having a stroke, and I think that he was just coming off a Benadryl cloud, and he.
0: And then he wants to have sex with you when he's loaded up like that?
1: No, no, no. He was lost in the sauce. He didn't know what the fuck. He didn't even know who I was. That's why I thought he was having a stroke.
0: Oh, this is perfect behavior for a drug addict.
1: Yeah, because he you know he can always defend and it's say just it's Benadryl. Yeah over-the-counter but he really is um i think i mean i've
0: i've had uh, drug addicts abuse pseudofed taking fistfuls of pseudofed because your liver turns it to amphetamine
1: but not the not not the -the over-the-counter Sudafed, like the pseudoephedrine
0: that's you can get that over used to be able to get over the counter yeah i remember that yeah Yeah, that you can't get as much of it anymore so you can't get enough to do that
1: and don't you have to like sign for it so you don't go make meth
0: right these days yeah (laughs) don't tell bobby so, so, so Bobby takes enough Benadryl to get anticholinergic delirium. Yeah. Man, I gotta talk I to. I wonder.
1: This guy. I wonder if he'll ever admit that here. I, I think he will. I think he
0: he. He, he has no option. His cat is out of the bag. <laughs> he knows, ten, like ten or 12, ten or twelve or twenty Benadryl.
1: I'm not sure, but he takes a lot. Oh my God.
0: Well, here's his new best friend. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, about an hour later, when you feel it just kicking in, smoke your weed then and then go ahead and get horny. And I promise you, it'll be millions and times more. You'll be so
2: blissfully horny that you will not want to come. Trust me.
0: (laughs) Oh, you look like a guy I would trust. Um, Look at the uh, surroundings here. Just take a look behind him. He's got a pipe running through his living space where his closet is seemingly maintained in the middle of the room. He, what is that metal thing over there to his right or left? Is it something that he puts inside him or something? You see that thing? Oh, it's a pipe. It's a pipe. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a bong. Oh, my God. It's a penis-shaped bong. And uh, come on. Women notice all the surroundings, right? Doesn't? Ha, what's yeah, your, that's what, the first thing. What, I,
1: I like the exposed shelving.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. It's very you, what, on trend, I think. Uh, yes. <laughs> what's your take on this guy?
1: Um. He seems like a very familiar figure in L.A. Yeah. I feel like I see this on Ventura a lot. Yeah. Dishing out the same kind of um, Benadryl advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: in in the Philippines, I'm imagining they take care of their mentally ill. They don't allow them to languish on the streets. You know what I'm saying?
1: Um, I think that they're horrible about mental illness.
0: Do they live on the streets like they do here?
1: Well, we have a very big meth um, epidemic.
0: Well, so do we. Do they live on the streets the way they do here? Yeah. Oh.
1: I mean, people, it's a third world country, so even people not on meth live on the streets.
0: But but I would argue that generally third world countries t- take care of sick people. Generally, um, they make an effort. Within
1: here. the family, yes. I think that the uh, you know the Philippines is very good about taking care of extended family. But So
0: that's how they get their care. Yeah, family but not members. from the
1: government at all.
0: But the, But the family members are allowed to pull their loved ones off the street and things, unlike here where you can't touch them. Yeah that's yeah. the, that's an interesting observation that's a big difference
1: yeah but i think that they're very behind on that's um, not behind i mean accepting someone as uh mentally ill it's always like you, there's no such thing as <laughs> mentally ill you're you're just boo on you're crazy you're weird yeah yes. you're just crazy so it's stigmatized if you yeah very it. stigmatized or they don't
0: know how to characterize it specifically yeah did you did you much rotation in, in psych wards
1: that was my favorite mm. i I don't know if, I was in La Casa for a couple months mm-hmm. and those are people who weren't, you know, I I, I was able to watch and spend a lot of time with people who were going to be reintroduced into society and I found that to be the most impactful part of my nursing rotation. So this was a
0: residential chemical dependency? Mm-hmm. or a, a, Not of, chemical dependency. So, a tr, sub, I mean, uh, mental illness, yeah. residential unit, getting people from... Hospital to residential to out in the world.
1: Um, yeah, but some of them had been there for eight years mm-hmm. and just never really progressed to, you know.
0: It's not uncommon. Yeah, it's the nature of those illnesses. Yeah, right? and I'd
1: play Scrabble with them. We'd have karaoke Fridays. No, they're great. And they
0: thrive and, and do well in custodial yeah. situations. Yeah, and it's just I don't, don't think we that we don't they're allow.
1: able to adhere to their medication regimen.
0: And they um, they can't take care of themselves. It's like it's something about the yeah. brain, you know, issue makes yeah. it disorganized.
1: Yeah. And I I remember um, this one kid who was so just musically talented, Mm. it broke my heart. Mm. And um, if he, he, I think he just had a, an onset of hallucinations. I think he was in his early, I mean, 1920. So early schizophrenia. Yeah, early schizophrenia. Mm. And he still couldn't really make sense of it because he hadn't, been dealing with it for that long yeah it kind of just yeah. came suddenly well they don't
0: they don't get insight and sometimes ever yeah so they have anosognosia. they have a block of the insight and that's mm. how they end up on the streets of yeah. course if you don't take care of that they stay on the streets yeah uh let's i'm so get, sorry
1: i took it there that was it's <laughs> all right we'll
0: get let's get some uh, dog play in here or you're an enema um. whatever you want yeah I mean, I mean uh
2: you know these are both follow-ups for you um, um so we have pup play uh, which I think you asked for more on, or yeah. we have Rain Florence, the person who uh, gargled the urine last oh. time.
0: So who would you rather see? Let's start with Pup Play because, uh, <laughs> yeah, Kalila. I think we got to warm you up to this one. Okay. Yeah, and I, I want to get a nursing take on it, so let's get <laughs> to Pup Play first. Uh, here we go. Okay, Pups, we've had a bit of a rest.
2: Time now for some training. What's involved in human pup play at first seems really simple because, you know, most people think you're just getting on all fours, waddling around and, and going woof, woof and bark, bark. But it's really so much more complicated.
1: I feel like this is my future. <laughs> I'm really into this.
0: Because it's going to be Bobby or it's going to be you?
1: Well, no, like I have three dogs now and on our downtime, uh, you know, you can I... just become one. Yeah, I mean, I i'm gonna admit something that is not uh
0: one of my slow down slow down go ahead
1: so when i was younger i was told that in the philippines they don't neuter their dogs Mm. and um Uh oh i found it to be really cruel for them to have testicles without a way to um, relieve themselves how
0: old were you when this was going on
1: about eight so i jerked off roly to completion
0: how did you know at eight how what that was?
1: Um, I so my older cousin had done it before me, and he was like, I think that he was doing it for some sick sexual reason. yes, but,
0: yes he was.
1: But his he justified the way I felt, which was, oh no, you have to do it because it's cruel to it's like, you know, it's like uh it's basically like forcing a dog into uh, a convent, not being able to relieve himself.
0: How did the whole concept of uh, semen and testicles come into your mind at eight, other than the fact that your your lovely cousin had uh, given you a first-hand demonstration?
1: I, I think that it just, I, I don't think I put much thought behind it besides just, eh, all right, well, he looks like he's enjoying it. <laughs> and Roly did look happier.
0: <laughs> and so now that uh, results in you developing a impulse to put on a leather dog outfit yeah this doesn't yeah.
1: seem too far yeah. away from where, where you I were. was at at 8, at eight yeah. yeah
0: I would agree you're not too far away uh- oh you're gonna be it's a star I, guess, a
2: <laughs> I feel there is a hidden dog in me I feel I have to live two lives in some ways
0: do you think these guys jacked off dogs of like when they were kids? The no,
1: I think I would run this cult.
0: People, there's sexy time involved, but that's not the whole essence of it. Hold on a second. Slow it. Stop. Which one is your favorite?
1: Um... I'm really into the guy who's perched up on the, because you know that dogs they actually jostle for position, yeah. And he's the position. guy who's a little bit beta and is worried about where he's at in the pack, so he's trying to gain some um, height it's not to that establish. Whole leather
0: catwoman outfit that gets you?
1: No, I also do like the fact that he's a little bit more shaped like Bobby.
0: And and would he, if Bobby were to dress as such, would that be a good thing?
1: I wouldn't be opposed to it.
0: Oh, this, this is in the future. Gentlemen in the back, you must make sure this is a reality for an upcoming show. Uh, clearly, we're gonna have to present this to the world. Um, in my days, I work as a doctor. Life what? as a GP is really, really busy. Uh-oh. It's tiring, it's exhausting. He's right. Having the outlet of pup play gives me a recreation. I think that, that we all
2: have animalistic passions As humans, we are sexual animals, and my animal just happens to be a bit more German Shepherd.
1: Ah, okay, that's something I would have to really consider what breed I am.
0: Mm. Oh, what do you think? No Terriers? Mm,
1: No, not not a Jack Russell Terrier. Nothing too um, Mm, mm -hmm. hyper-nippy. But
0: the, the, the Shepherd zone, generally.
1: Maybe a Jindo.
0: What's a Jindo? Show me a picture of a Jindo. <laughs> They're quickly. Korean dogs. Okay.
1: Very smart, but task oriented. If you don't give them tasks, they go crazy and start uh, biting Jindo people. Or Jindo or Jindo? Jindo. Jindo with a J. J-,
0: J- Jindo. Uh, yeah, I could see that. That's that's Bobby is one of your projects. Ooh, that's a pretty dog. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Does that, Is it the white or the tan?
1: I think they come in um, either. You don't in, care? I don't care. Oh, actually, that, that looks more like me.
0: They, they do with the white one in the middle? <laughs> no, that one right there Up on there, the right. Yeah. 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 Just, just thinking about things like that. <laughs> Getting and, ideas, thanks and, guys. And uh, th- th- that does remind me of like Australian Shepherd, that kind of smart, shepherdy kind of feel about them. Interesting, okay. Well, now I want you to put on your nursing nursing okay, thinking ready. cap. All right. And we have uh, this woman who thinks-
2: Oh, no, way! hold on, we have so much more on pup play.
0: <laughs> oh, we do? Okay, all right, let's do more pup play. Huh. Um okay, so what you saw the first time was like I always see my thing with public I get sad.
1: <laughs> when you watch public Yeah, play? I
0: get sad. I feel so sad for these guys. It <laughs> well, just seems sad to me. Well, I, I think they like it. I they do like it and God bless them, I'm not I'm not judging, I just go, Ugh. Really? You know how, <gasps>
1: okay, <go ahead>. <laughs> you know how they have mine hunter and they um Basically, in like the seventies, they had to
0: find to a way
1: to profile serial yeah. killers. Yeah, yeah, I'd be really interested in doing the same for anyone who gets into pup play.
0: I, I all I've got is my emotional instincts around it, and it's not going to be good. <laughs> but go ahead, and and no no disrespect meant. I mean, what I'm wondering is, gentlemen in the back, is um is this an ongoing series somewhere? I mean, where are you getting so much footage on this? I
2: mean, you know, we went through a pretty deep pup play phase. Uh, okay. I, yeah. I mean, so it's all the same guy, I think.
0: Yeah, well, the, the the narrator's the same guy. I recognize that, that yeah, the nose piercing dude. anywhere.
2: Um, And so this is, you know, what you saw before was a documentary that were, you
0: uh, know, they were behaving for yes, the cameras yes. for the
2: documentary crew. This you could see is just a camera on a tripod. So they are at their most natural state in this mm, video.
0: Just doggies a play.
2: Come pup. Up. 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 up.
0: I'm bored and oh, sad yeah, come, already. Come, well, well, why would they find this arousing? Come,
1: how is this different just from just Dom?
0: What? Dom? Th- yeah. yeah, I wondered that too. But there's... there's... Good pup.
2: You okay, puppy? You're going to be a good pup? Yeah? We've got these here. We've got these. You don't want He's me to use those, do No. No, we don't need those,
0: do we? Strangely, you don't see a lot of ass good, sniffing. Because good like if they're really going to play dog, mm-hmm. I mean, they got to get the ID right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And there's they're also really covered up and not like is this a sexual thing or is this I,
0: I, it has to be it has to be right? like
1: what's the end game That's here who nuts like
0: this. well this puppy is oh. about to get a tail oh, oh. is he getting it? Is it have a okay. a plug oh. associated oh, with it oh he's
1: expressing oh. his glands
0: no way you've got to be kidding me
2: or else they get, get the fish butts
1: oh
0: good
2: puppy good puppy yeah good puppy yeah you push down on that if you think it feels okay
0: my dog would bite yeah. my face <laughs> off. oh good and puppy. i would think he was just it was right
2: now you've come because you need a tail haven't you yeah
1: look how he's good holding puppy. that finger why is it always
2: hand.
0: british it's guys do it you'd
2: like us to give you yeah good puppy because your master chose that tail just for you didn't he
0: so, so that had a plug on it, right? The tail? Uh, yeah, I'm
1: guessing.
2: Oh,
0: let's have a look at Oh, I like the, the way they're doing photography. You're wow. photographing their wrong end. Oh, they're back on the other end. Trust me. Oh, there.
2: Oh, boy.
1: His sounds are not on point. I'm disappointed.
0: Doesn't sound good enough?
1: No, he just doesn't sound. He should work on his doggy sounds.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. You yeah. Know,
1: if you're going to do this, do this. Yeah.
0: I like the way you're pissed. Gee, you're very tired. You do you a dominatrix? Do you have that sort of dom instinct? I probably could. Yeah, because you're, yeah. you're like angry at these guys for not yeah, going all getting Yeah, they're getting it all wrong. Yeah.
2: Oh. Your very tired. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. Let's have a good close look at that little pup <laughs> there. Oh, puppy, that's, you rest your head on the bed there.
1: Okay, I'm out. Me too. I can't do putt play anymore. I Thank am not you. a putt play kind of gal.
0: Well, not when it comes to anal plugs. No. Uh, but it, that is, an, you know, the, 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 to me, the more extraordinary group are the ones that want to play horsey.
1: Oh, horsey's the thing?
0: There's another group. They like to pull carriages and they have a horsetail that they deploy.
1: Oh, have you seen the documentary um, Tickle?
0: No. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. What is it? <laughs>
1: Well, it starts off um light it starts off light and it talks about theres this guy from New Zealand, and he basically goes into um uh it's kind of like putt play. There are people who have tickle competitions mm. but it becomes a lot more sinister than that very quickly. I don't want to ruin it for you.
0: They try to kill each other with tickling
1: um but it's it it's not that it's not that I wish it was that shallow or I wish it was that benign that people just like being tickled or that it was a fetish. But there's something really deep and sinister about the whole tickle community. You must tell me. I can't because that's that's, that's the best part of it. Oh. I don't want to ruin it for people. You have to watch a documentary. I'm not. It's really sick, and there, it, there's actually like criminal activity behind it. What? Hmm.
0: You know this whole thing, all of it, everything we're talking about and watching, not a female thing. Oh. This is all men, right? Yeah. Men doing the tickle thing too.
1: Yeah. All men. You're right.
0: When it comes to the macabre, yeah. males have that cornered corner. Why? Um, because well first of all, I mean let me say it in the simplest way. When we go south, we go south. We go bad.
1: You think that women just catch our way on our way down and we're like, Well, okay, I'm out, you know, like we women
0: men get in get physical in their aggressive outlets and they get twisted. Oh. And so it, it comes out in all kinds of twisted But you're ways. right
1: about the physical thing. I think that's a very like obviously male. And, and
0: for women they're preoccupied with the interpersonal mm. and so it can be interpersonal chaos and things that they can create.
1: Yeah that's true because mm. even when, when Bobby and I in our in our more lustful years as a couple we would do a lot of role playing mm. and he was more into like the physical characters and I was more into the star-crossed lovers The story. Narrative. The story, yeah. Yeah like I we, was. We don't
0: care about the story. That's why porn for men starts with sex. Right. And uh, Stormy Daniels told me this. Mm. She said uh, she goes because she used to come on Loveline a lot and uh, she goes you know I've been in these films i produced these films she used to direct them and produce them because I, I now know exactly what men want but what women want men want to see people having sex mm-hmm. women want to know why those people like each other so much that they want to have sex yeah and men that's like an empty set yeah the, the narrative the story part
1: yeah that makes sense one of the th- one of the the characters that Bobby and I came up with we were star-crossed lovers but basically, he was an American soldier, and I was a jihadi princess, or I was an uh, I was I was ISIS basically. But I was one. But I was one of the
0: the good ISIS. Uh, you didn't behead anybody except I, Bobby after you had sex with. Him? I was.
1: I knew I was sort of aware that what my father and all my brothers were doing was wrong, but that's the kind of storyline that I was really into. All he cared about was pretending like he had a rifle in his hand. That's a thing he was. He cared about the physical aspects of the role play, you know. He would actually like play out the whole, you know, having an AR, and I was more into the conversation of of what we would say to each other.
0: Yeah, and so conversation is arousing for women. Yeah. And they've actually showed that on fMRI. Intimate conversation, it's called. Intimate dialogue creates sexual arousal. Mm -hmm. And and for men, sexual images create sexual arousal. Mm. But for women, the the conversation does. Yeah. And you guys can react to images sometimes, but it's not as as evocative as the intimate contact. Right, right. And no one teaches people that. And it'd be interesting to see how the transgender population... But uh, you know, if it's different, is it not different? Yeah. It's the same, or the hormones change, or not change? It would be very interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. where would you get the tattoo? I feel like that wasn't there last time I saw you.
1: This is a terrible story about um, a great tattoo artist, but a really narcissistic, shitty person. Um, I dated a guy when I was 22, and he was in his 40, uh, 40, and the worst relationship of my life.
0: I l- that's saying a lot.
1: The well, he. I, I was just too young to be aware of um, Yeah, what but, if, but
0: you know, if you've been abused, you'll seek yeah. abuse. That's how it is. You'll be attracted yeah. to people that perpetrate the same thing. Yeah. So physical abuse, I'm, I'm predicting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Shit. Garbage, garbage human. But I'm just yeah. so glad that I was able to um, see it for what it is so young and just rub the hell out of there. Good yeah but but great tattoo artist nice also tattoo. i designed this he didn't so i feel like i, I still wear it proudly nice. if he had designed this i would have uh, amputated my arm
0: what do you <laughs> what do you and i believe you would have and what what would you what do you call that i mean, what kind There's of this, this filipino is filipino tribal filipino oh, interesting. yeah all right now are we ready for a little uh urine play
2: <laughs> all right is so. my
1: nursing hat on or is my pup play hat on
0: no now now the
2: nurse this okay. is the nurse thing Um, so just to give a little update on, uh, you know, this is the clip that you saw last time, Drew.
0: Oh yeah. Here she is. She's uh, self-righteous. And,
2: you know, some people say this is gross, this is
1: nasty, but you know, what is gross is pharmaceutical medications.
2: What is gross is antibiotic antibiotic resistance. What is gross is having to go to a hospital and be hooked up to an IV.
0: Hold, Hold a second. Yeah, if I if I were bleeding out, I would not want an IV. Right. And my you. hypertension, right, I do not right. want that treated with a pharmaceutical yeah. agent. I want to drink urine. Yeah, That's,
1: just die, die of shock. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, just it's drink. all
0: better. It's gross to, to treat somebody, to cure them, and let them, it's gross if you don't let them die. So already you see what we've got here. And she's drinking her urine.
1: Oh, she's, gar- ooh, okay, good.
0: I like the little palm trees. On, oh, oh, went up my nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what does it taste like? <laughs>
0: It kind of tastes a little bit like
1: beer. You okay? I don't like the way she listerined it.
0: I didn't like that, if I, that I. didn't like
1: the back. Gargle. I don't like
0: that it went back up the nose. You could.
1: She deserved no. She deserved that one. Okay, all right, fair this enough. This righteous little bitch. She deserved oh. that. But you know, um, you know how um
0: righteous little bitch is that what you called her?
1: Yeah, she completely just shit on any type of medical advances yeah, that we yeah, anyways. Yeah. There's a you know there's a boxer by the name of Marquez who was to this day the most brutal it for as a Filipino getting um watching Manny Pacquiao get knocked out yep. is one of the most painful life experiences ever. Mm. Um and Marquez who drinks his piss always says that's his winning ticket. Um
0: Maybe you had to do a little controlled experiment.
1: So, for for a brief moment there, I actually did believe in y- urine drinking because that knockout was so memorable. But no, I wouldn't do that. Thank you.
2: Well, it's, you know, uh, there is. Okay, so that was what you saw last time, Drew. All uh, right. Um, now, this is a transition uh, from gargling into a urine enema. Of course.
0: Oh, my so God. Everybody she's looking, she's wasting prevalence. away.
1: Today I'm going to do a urine enema for the first time. I like to wish she a Patreon for this. During the day, I have collected my urine in this bowl, and
0: she thankfully I didn't just include us, us in that whole procedure.
1: One quart into my enema bucket, right above me. Okay. Okay. So I'm <laughs> laying
0: on my left side, and I'm just about to insert the nozzle right now i like to take a couple deep breaths during this
1: process.
2: Whew. I'm going to allow the urine to enter my colon.
1: I'm going to try to hold it for about five minutes. Okay, I'm opening the clamp now.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. What's the matter, honey? I'm already <laughs> noticing. Yeah, you're about to... I have uremia. <laughs> I'm noticing that I'm becoming uremic. I mean, that's what happens when the urea is not excreted from your body.
1: Doesn't it just build up and then yes. eventually, like.
0: You get uremic frost, you can get pericarditis, it's you oh, it can be a mess. All you get, ple- pleural pericarditis, it's just a disaster. Okay, I'm gonna open the clamp one more time.
2: Whoa. <laughs> I'm starting to have. This purple vision. <laughs> oh,
0: that's that's healthy, perfectly healthy, perfectly natural. Did she pass out on us?
2: No, but I mean that's the gist of it. Oh my
0: <laughs> god, I like the fact that you're you're angry with her self righteousness. I love that.
2: Yeah, I
1: don't. I I, I don't like that lady. <laughs> I'm, e- I'm with even you. without the whole piss play, I I just generally she she has a very. Um, like flat affect yes. very sus um
0: psychiatric she, she's like psych, yeah, she's a yeah. psych
1: patient yeah. for sure
0: yeah. <laughs> all right uh here's a uh here's a little uh email for you i'm a bit of pickle i'm a young skinny 20 year old male who has a newfound passion for writing erotica the only he must have female readers or else he would not be doing this the only problem is that i keep having to break after an hour or so because i keep giving myself blue balls for my vivid imagination I'm gonna try to work through the pain sometimes. My little Jimmy seems to fall asleep while still aroused and my sac remains in throbbing pain. Do you understand what he's saying? I
1: hate this person. <laughs> you know why? He's giving, he's basically saying he writes the best erotica. And,
0: and then he, but he's so good at writing erotica, he can't just say what was happening to his penis yeah and and also his
1: description of how he's feeling isn't great erotica
0: agreed that's it (laughs) yeah 26 year old lady needed some advice uh i have borderline personality disorder and bipolar 1 Mm -hmm. which i'm sure you dealt with at the hospital bipolar 1 i i
1: was i was diagnosed with bipolar 2 Mm -hmm. very common but i i actually think i was diagnosed way too young to uh i was To, to be accurate yeah, because I was a very emotional teen with a lot of um, strange circumstances in so her life. So just
0: had a lot of emotional ability. Yeah. You you to be fair, you did you take any mood stabilizers? Yeah, a lot. Did it help?
1: I've been on everything from Effexor, even Zyprexa, because mm. I was just a very uh, emo suicidal kid.
0: Did it help?
1: Not at that time. I felt very out of body.
0: Mm. But didn't didn't stabilize anything.
1: Uh I guess it did. I, I you know,
0: because they were probably dealing with some rough behaviors that age group. You know what I mean? If they, if they, even if it doesn't didn't feel great, if they flattened some of those behaviors, might have saved your life.
1: Yeah, I guess in that in that sense, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, my question is, how far into a relationship should I drop that on their head? The bipolar one and the borderline. Uh, it feels like I'm trapping them if I don't let them know during the beginning. For the record, I'm receiving treatment for these things, therapy. I'm I'm talking to more and more borderlines these days that are mm. getting good treatment, which is yeah. really nice. Those people used to suffer. Yeah, it's a. You want to describe what that that problem is like
1: of being borderline? Yeah, I I, I think that dealing with borderline is harder than being borderline. Probably, I think that people around it, it it's, it's they're they're
0: pretty, but they have, they feel a lot of self loathing and they they want to hurt themselves all the time. There's a lot yeah. of them, bad borderlines anyway. I mean, bad condition with it. Yeah, and but being around it is describe that.
1: Um, it's it's like. Being with someone so hot and cold so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, at least when we when I was working with yeah, a you're lot the of the best these... nurse I've
0: ever talked to. Yeah, I hate it, you, you're the worst it, person ever on earth.
1: I remember this one this one kid. Um, she had it so fixated in her mind that I was her enemy. But there were spurts throughout the whole day where she just loved the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. But I always had to watch my back. Yeah, yeah. But that's extreme borderline. Yeah, like that's yeah. um, but even she couldn't make sense of it either, so I felt really terrible about it. Yeah, because it's not like she could say, "Hey, like this is A, B, and C. Why I, I find you to be, you know,
0: a horrible my yeah. a horrible. No, yeah. it's just some. It's just a representation to them. Let's try to get a couple voicemails in here, shall we? Hi, Doctor
1: Dad. This is Emily calling from Brewster, Massachusetts. Mm. I am here on vacation with my family, and we were wondering. Oh Do people with
2: colostomy bags still fart out of their buttholes? Please, this is important. Let us
0: know. Bye. Piss uh, on me, beat me. It's important. This is your mom's house material. Yeah. Should have yeah. saved this for Tom. Uh, although he doesn't like the brown stuff so much. Um, if it's uh, just a colostomy for healing, like mm-hmm. you had an obstruction or something, I would imagine there'd still be some gas passed, potentially. Yeah.
1: But if it's like a permanent Yeah, ilostomy. if it's a full
0: ileostomy or something, yeah. then no. You know, because if you, if you take out parts of the, if you take out the colon or right. have it go to the outside world, that's where it's coming, the outside world at the at the colostomy site.
1: Right, it's its point of exit.
0: If there's not an ile- a, anastomosis down, yeah. down lower. So, Did you do a lot of surgery? No. Did you scrub in any surgeries when you were? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. during nursing school, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But I have, um, I deal with like a mild form of colitis. Um, so, um, but I have a friend of mine who is only in her 30s who has a permanent ostomy now. Mm. Um, From what? She had a, a Crohn's. Mm. She had a J pouch and I think the J pouch eventually failed and she's getting a lot of like fistulas. It's just, it's every, back Crohn's to back to are, back to Crohn's back. To is
0: back. Rough, 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 rough. Yeah,
1: so now she's like trying to get used to... Uh, fact of basically having you know like a something that you have to care for so for she, she had a
0: she had a colectomy and had a jejunostomy pouch
1: um i i'm not sure if she had yeah. a total colectomy yeah. i'm not sure yeah. exactly the specifics of that but Ugh. she's going through it
0: all right voicemail one more
2: Okay, Dr. Drew, uh, I had to get a little liquored up to even ask you about this. Oh boy. I'm 42 years old, Should be good.
0: and I
2: haven't had the prostate exam yet, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of worried about prostate swelling, stuff like that. When I pee, it's like sometimes my nutsack is a little bit swelled up. I mean, not like painfully or anything like that, but I've learned that in order to really finish pissing, I have to tie my nutsack in a knot, strap it up over my shoulder, and wrap it around my head, and then I finally get done peeing. So uh, just kind of wondering if if that's a thing, because I, I knew another guy that had like a perforated bladder or something, and his nuts swelled up all huge. That's definitely not my issue, but I wonder if the prostate is, is swollen and it's pushing into the thing, you know. Uh, vote Bernie so I can get a doctor. Love you.
0: Bye. the hell is he talking about?
1: I think that's just, he... He's being I, a little exce- excessive. Ex- yeah, but.
0: So his te- the testicles aren't <laughs> swelling. They aren't, or I mean, if they are, go get it. I mean, get a urology exam, go, go to the medical schools or you can get it done for next to nothing. You can. Yeah. It's so weird. Go to, go to the nursing school and let them examine, but.
1: Or it could just be as simple as like BPH, right? It, so. Right,
0: it's benign benign prostatic hypertrophy, which is what he undoubtedly has, which has caused a little, a little uh, backup in the urine. Yeah. They make it difficult to urinate. But uh, there's no reason People are so fearful The medical system As though it's going to Cost a fortune it cost, They could do that For 35 bucks Yeah Easily mm-hmm. in a lot of places So Alright well listen We are out of time It has been a pleasure We could do a whole Another hour Easily Yeah. I know these guys Would like that <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, an hour One more hour Of pup play please. Uh, Yeah
0: we'll get Pup play We'll get uh, Bobby In here to climb up On the, on the platform Here in a, in a crazy dog Outfit Yeah mm-hmm. What would dog would he be again um, You're the Jinjo 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 there it is.
1: Yeah. Um. You'd be a mutt. Yeah. I, no. 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 Don't tell that to a Korean. Oh. Yeah. He'd probably he he would uh, assess himself a little different. He'd be probably say mutt. he was some kind of like brindle. You know, like AKC yeah. award winning German Shepherd a Briard. Yeah.
0: A Shiba Inu.
1: I love Shiba Inus. Rolly was a Shiba Inu.
0: Oh, really? Rolly from earlier, Well, show yeah. us Shiba Inu so we can get the full image in our mind of what you did to that poor dog. But
1: I also had uh, three other German Shepherds that... Oh, my God, it's a beautiful dog. ...suffered the same fate. I'm sorry? Yeah, I had German... I grew up with a lot of dogs at one point. I had nine dogs in my household.
0: And you were jacking them all off?
1: Not all... It wasn't... You mean I pulled a... Tra- <laughs> it was a train? <laughs> no, no, no. Just uh, just Rolly and maybe one or two other ones. Wow and Puro. <laughs>
0: Was he called Wow after the uh, <laughs> event?
1: No, my dad had a weird name. We'll
0: call him Wow. Uh, and Those are all the animals you had to leave behind when you had to come here.
1: Yeah. was mm, a very a... painful thing. Mm. I didn't give a shit about who anyone else truly, but I have a very strong attachment to my animals.
0: What kind of dogs do you have now?
1: I have uh, tiny little uh, rat dogs that's that I rescued. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're actually amazing dogs except for Julio. Julio's a dick biter. Julio is... We, and In fact, we've taken him to so many um, dog behaviorists and all of them have said, you know how there are human sociopaths? Yes, you Julio can't is a doggy sociopath. Oh. His brain did not develop correctly, so he will bite dick forever.
0: Well, I will not be visiting you all. <laughs> uh, is he at the studio anymore?
1: He's not. And uh-huh. when people come, I have to um, muzzle him and he's mm. still... Yeah, he...
0: I won't be visiting but i do but i do need to come visit bobby yes yes I yes
1: do. i think that we
0: and we do need to get you in medical school uh,
1: yes mm-hmm.
0: yes okay.
1: in some capacity some school
0: okay we'll talk about it. yeah uh thank you for being here again thank web- you so websites much, Dr. and Drew. Where, where can people find you
1: i'm on um social media mostly just instagram at calamity k and i that's it and um, well, go listen to uh, tiger belly it's on itunes and um youtube and every other uh platform
0: thank you for being here Really appreciate it. thank you it. dr drew it was a pleasure you got it my pleasure too we'll see you next time